FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Kay show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve here. Coming at y'all from the Answer San Diego studios. Broadcasting live on FM 96.1 and AM 1170. Somebody just said that I am the, uh, what was the electric, mate, the electionatrix. Yeah, that's me. I don't know what it means, but thank you. That came from one of the members here of the crack staff of the Andrea K. Show. Glad to be with you guys, even though I've got a little bit of a heavy heart tonight, actually quite a bit of a heavy heart tonight. We had another tragedy in the United States here uh, that involved somebody who was clearly struggling with mental health issues. We're going to talk a little bit about that throughout the show tonight. Um, curious uh, as to what your guys' thoughts are on this and on any of the other topics of the day. 888-344-1170. The question of the day is, do you believe that gun control would have stopped this tragedy? Um Lots of, uh, of course, I know that you strong Second Amendment uh, supporters out there uh, understand uh, the the complexities of gun control, and that's you know the the the. I'm going to get into it a little bit more with it. See, it's it's hard because I'm trying to not politicize this. You know, it always happens whenever we have any kind of tragedy in this con- this country where people lay bleeding and dying. There's immediately a rush on the part of the left, I'm going to say it, to politicize the tragedies. It was Rahm Emanuel who said, never let a tragedy go to waste. And it's really hard. So when, how do you take the politics out of something that has become political? Well, you know, we're going to have to discuss it because the left is using every opportunity that they can and in every method possible to take our freedoms away from us. Liberalism is where liberty goes to die. It is not about the safety of any American. It is not about helping any American in any way. It is about power. And we're going to talk about that throughout the show tonight as well. Uh, Helping me, as always, uh, keep the show going tonight, it's DJ Carrot Sticks. You have to say my thoughts and prayers go out there to Thousand Oaks. And then also, right now in Camarillo, there's an 8,000-acre wildfire so that area is really, you know, between the shooting and all this fire, it's just, my heart goes out to the people in that region. Yeah, absolutely does. Uh, but also here, um, because come to find out that one of the people who died, not immediately on the scene, but at, at the hospital later today, was a brave hero, a young man named Justin Meek, who was from Coronado here in the San Diego area. He was a graduate of Coronado High School, graduated in 2014. I think it, at the time in which he graduated, he had been the mascot uh, for the high school there was, by all accounts, just a tremendous... I mean, every story about all the victims today is just truly heartbreaking. Uh, but locally here, to anybody who might know him listening in San Diego, we understand that he was just a, a, a darling man, young man, just with a big heart. He was a recent graduate of uh, Cal Lutheran in that area there and was working as a bouncer at the club. And I guess he was one uh, was trying did break through windows and helped rescue other people. He was literally murdered in the course of trying to save other lives. We talk a lot about our law enforcement and our military, and of course they do protect us, but there are so many brave Americans. And what what a just a courageous young man. 
And uh, so our hearts break tonight. Um, I hate being a weeper, but, you know, it's hard. It, it's hard. And, you know, we wish that we had easy answers. And, it, and it's so easy to want to try to find an easy, quick answer. And that's what gun control is. Immediately, there's this push for gun control. And then you get inside of it. And, you know, it, I post the question today. Okay, you gun control people, tell me exactly what gun control law would have solved this. Uh, I don't know. And I also don't know the complexities, the ins and outs of all about guns. So we, I had already been planning to have Michael Schwartz, the head of uh, San Diego County gun owners on the show today, actually, anyway, because we lost, uh, the Republicans lost a seat, Daryl Issa's seat was lost, California 49, to a gun control advocate who brought Gabby Giffords and her husband here and ran very deceiving ads about gun control. Um, and so I was going to have Michael Schwartz on the show tonight anyway to talk about what what is the possible impact on our gun rights here in California that have already been infringed upon by the left and the push on the part of the left to, to remove our Second Amendment rights. Ultimately, we know that everything is about the left having power. And if they can get our guns or if they can get the ammunition away, making the guns, you know, uh, worthless to us, then they get ultimate power. So I already had Michael plan to come on the show and I'm going to ask him some questions because you know what we we conservatives have a heart. I mean if there if there if somebody could convince me that gun control laws would work, I would be all for it. But we also understand history and we know that our founding fathers the reason for the second amendment was was actually not so much or really about protecting us from bad guys as much as it was protecting us from an overreaching government. And when you look at what the left is trying to do to take our government away from us. Hillary Clinton said in the general election in 2016 that the da- the greatest threat to our democracy was someone who wouldn't accept the outcome of a free and fair election. And you look at what's going on today. You look at everything that's going on. Uh, you know, um, there are reports coming out today, and we're going to have to see how it plays out in the next day or so. But we, we've got here in San Diego, uh, Camp Najar, he's refusing to uh, to offer concessions, even though dude clearly lost his seat. We've got suddenly last night, we uh, or the day before, or yesterday morning, suddenly Arizona found 500,000 votes that hadn't been counted. Now we've got in Florida, in Broward County, according to Marco Rubio, who's been tweeting out all day, they are refusing to follow the laws of Florida and election laws. They are refusing to to declare how many votes are left to be counted. Well, how convenient when the governorship and the Senate race is in play there. Because you know what? The left was not happy. There was no blue wave because the blue wave for the left was about taking the Senate because they need the Senate in order to have the the Supreme Court because it's through the Supreme Court in which they were going to ultimately get the tyranny over on us because if they can get the Supreme Court, they can legislate from the Supreme Court, which is the ultimate power in this country. It was never intended to be that, but it is. And once they get their agenda passed through the Supreme Court, it becomes precedent and then we're gone. So right now, they are doing everything that they can. One of the latest things, and we're going to get into this more in depth tomorrow night, but did you guys hear about the latest thing now? The talking points of the day is, well, the Republicans lost the popular vote. What are we going to do about this? The, the will of the people wasn't, wasn't heard. How do we have, they, there was gerrymandering of the Senate. What do you mean there was gerrymandering of the Senate? H state gets two. There were more Democrats that were up for re-election, and you know what they lost? So the left is doing everything that they can to steal this country away from us. Whether it's through shenanigans, 
with uh, the election process in Florida or whether it's through a weaponized FBI and DOJ that literally tried to cover up the crimes of did cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton and then worked to install her as a in like dictator fashion and then set up a coup attempt or whether it's in the form of whether it's in the form of illegals voting or whether it's in the form of all the different areas in which they can set up a system that's rife for fraud, like motor voter here in California, or whether it's through intimidation, where you have mobs of people now threatening citizens. It's all about taking control away away from the American people. And they will not stop until they get ultimate control over this country. I've never seen anything like it. Up in a little bit on the show, we're going to talk to Sydney Powell. She's going to be here. It's been a while since she's been on the show. You know, she wrote the book License to Lie about the Department of Justice, about what it means, because we finally got Jeff Sessions gone. It was shocking to me that he wrote in his resignation letter that he's worked to uphold the rule of law. Where has been the rule of law when we have we have an outlaw justice system here? From the FBI, far too much power was amassed to the FBI and to rogue people in the DOJ, and they have been allowed to stomp the jack boot of tyranny on the necks of people in this country. She's going to be here to talk about who who is this Whitaker guy, who I predict is going to be Kavanaugh. Right now, man, the oppo research people are digging into every aspect of this man's life, and if they don't find it, they will Kavanaugh him. They will manufacture whatever they can to stop him from taking over for Jeff Sessions. Because that because they are fearful because Mueller and that investigation, the Department of Justice, I've talked for a long time about them amassing power to the unelected bureaucrats and the FBI and the DOJ has been the way in which they have been been really uh, taking over this country from within. Abraham Lincoln said it would not be the barbarians at the gate. He said it would be our own internal fifth column taking us under. Jeff Sessions needed to go a long time ago. So Sidney Powell is going to be here a little bit later to talk about Whitaker, who is he, and who should replace ultimately Jeff Sessions. I'm not liking, you know I can't stand that man, Gowdy. He did nothing but bark, never gave any bite, never found provided any results. His sham of a Benghazi investigation ended up resulting uh, with, with a press conference in which he was asked, did Hillary Clinton lie? And he wouldn't even say she lied. Then in the middle of President Trump's first, admin, uh, first term of his administration, he decides he's not going to run for re-election. It goes on a book tour. Don't tell me you want Trey Gowdy, please. And I also don't want to hear about Chris Christie. Remember the big hug with Obama? He threw this country under the bus for some money for New Jersey. Didn't care about anybody else. Same dude who closed down the beaches and then, then was photographed laying on the beaches while his own citizens and taxpayers couldn't go out on the beach. I don't want to, I don't want to hear anything from, from Chris Christie who appointed a judge uh, to the bench who, who was sworn in using the Koran. Okay, I don't want to hear about Chris Christie either. We need a tough U.S. attorney who is going to defend President Trump, who's not only going to shut down this illegal investigation, but is going to defend President Trump against the onslaught of the Democrats and how they are going to try to destroy him and his family with the House of Representatives. Stay tuned. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. I'd love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Anything that's on your mind. Oh, and we may be giving away another free copy of Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Death of a Nation. So stay tuned to find out how you can win that. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Americans turned out on Tuesday in big numbers to vote in a critical and hotly contested midterm election. While Democrats were able to win control of the House, the big story is that Republicans will add to their majority in the U.S. Senate. That's significant for two reasons. First, the incoming freshman class of GOP senators includes an impressive group of leaders like Mitt Romney, Josh Hawley, and Rick Scott, who will stand for policies that promote economic growth, provide for a strong national defense, and advance conservative reforms. Second, and perhaps more importantly, a Republican Senate means that President Trump's appointees, in particular to the federal courts, will continue to be confirmed. This is great news for those who value constitutional restraint and the rule of law. The 2018 midterm election was consequential indeed, and its impacts will surely be felt for years to come. I'm Lon He Chen. For more information, please visit townhallreview.com. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are 
are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your Social Security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz, where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130. Or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626. NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were talking about a lot of things. It kind of went a little round robin because there's just so much, so many news to cover. But uh, really, we've got to continue to talk about the tragedy that happened in Thousand Oaks uh, today. 888-344-1170 if you've got any thoughts on that. Immediately, uh, it was as soon as the reports came out, the push and the hashtag gun control came out. And I understand that there's well-meaning people that just really are heart sick and just really looking for solutions. And, and uh, it can just sound so, you know, the, the quick and easiest uh, emotional response doesn't necessarily provide a solution. It just feels good. And that's that's not really the best approach to take. I was actually planning on having my next guest on the show uh, before we heard about the shooting because we I wanted to discuss what the outcome of these elections here locally and nationally might mean for the Second Amendment. Joining me now is Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. Hi, Michael. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Okay. So um, shooting, 13 people dead, including the shooter. Immediately everybody is saying we need gun control. I posed the question today on Twitter, exactly what additional gun control law would have stopped this? Yeah, it's, first off, it's extremely tragic. It's extremely uh, sad hearing about these horrible murders and and hearing about the the people that had to go through this. And and truly, my heart goes out to everybody that's that's been affected by this. And um, I, I don't think that that can be overstated. We really have to think about the people that were involved. Um, there are some amazing stories there. Um, but what really what really gets to me the most is this uh, murderer who did this, uh, you know, was actually visited by law enforcement mm-hmm. just a few months ago. And uh, for for reasons that were, you know, clearly had to do with mental health issues, uh, it was so bad that the deputies called in crisis experts. You know, it's pretty unusual. I would be willing to bet that most of your listeners have not been visited by mm-hmm. law enforcement. They certainly haven't been visited by law enforcement due to uh, behavior, you know, that 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 has to do with mental health issues, and they certainly haven't been, uh, you know, even fewer have been visited, be, you know, by a, a crisis uh, expert. So I mean, this was very, very serious, and they could have gotten this person the help he needed. Mm-hmm. They could have put him into the system so that he was uh, not a threat to himself and others, and uh, frankly, in the process at least temporarily taken away his firearm while he was, you know, managing his, his mental health issues. None of that happened. So when people say to me, I know this is kind of a long-winded answer, but when people say, well, gee, we have to do something, we have to pass a new law, there needs to be more legislation. You know, if we're not going to enforce, if we're not going to fully realize uh, the legislation that we do have, then what good is any more, you know, legislation? Uh, we have to enforce 
and, and, and follow the procedures. Uh, otherwise, this is never going to stop. Well, absolutely. And, you know, it's after Parkland, there was some new legislation that came about because he had also been visited, I think, 17 times. And, you know, was was unlike the shooter here. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember exactly how the high school kid, how he, I think he took somebody's guns from them. Oh, no, he purchased his guns. The Parkland shooter did as well. Um, so the, the guns were legally purchased. But but both uh, instances we have that they've been visited multiple times because there were mental health issues. And it was overlooked. At least after Parkland, there was leg- legislation that was passed to where if you're visited multiple times, they can at least temporarily take your guns away. He, This guy here was cleared. We have a problem in this country. It's too it's too easy. It's low-hanging fruit for the left to say the solution is gun control. Let's ignore the mental health issues and the laws that we're missing on the books to be able to deal with with people who who have these issues. And it's and and also the fact that we've got a cultural problem. The problem is not the guns. I and I said after Parkland, Michael, I grew up in the South. High school boys rolled up every day with loaded gun racks in the back of their trucks, and those guns never came out of the trucks and shot up anybody. What we have is we've got a cultural issue in this country as well. We've got a mental health issue and a cultural issue far more than we have a gun issue. It can't be the solution can't be gun control because look at Chicago. Yeah, no kidding. What a horrible tragedy Chicago is when it comes to uh, uh, you know murders and, and crime. Truly, and it's you know it, it's absolutely you could almost you can almost drop a template. You know, it's a gun. It's a, yet another gun free zone. Yet another, you know, uh, uh, young man who's been uh, who's shown, uh, uh, you know, symptoms of mental instability. Um, he actually his gun was his firearm was purchased legally, but he also he did have illegal magazines, so it was not configured legally. Um, so he was breaking at least that one law, but he was breaking many more. Um, and it's just, you know, geez, how many more times, you know, concentrating on law abiding sane trained gun owners and taking away their firearms isn't going to stop what what is clearly a pattern um so getting rid of these gun-free zones uh, allowing people to defend themselves that's another thing that we don't talk about nearly enough you know i i get uh, i go on and talk a lot after these horrible tragedies but every day in our country somebody uses a firearm to defend themselves against some kind of horrible crime statistics depending on how you define it depending on the survey um, but its statistics uh, show that between 100,000 and 2 million times a year, people use a firearm so that they aren't the victim of a crime, so that they aren't attacked or, or killed. Um, and we don't talk about that nearly enough. Absolutely. Um, you know, I also think that I, when I heard a father, I saw a father being interviewed today, and he, he didn't know. I think his last name was Kaufman, and he did not know where his son was. He was trying to get a hold of his son. The phone was pinging in the area. And then I heard the audio of him after he found out that his son had died. Mm. And oh, I'm going to cry. And I thought, what it, it exploits them and their tragedy when they are fed lies that some additional gun control laws could have stopped it. I think it's so unfair and so exploitative of victims and their families to suggest that. That's horrible. It's you know what? Horrible. It, it, you know they don't. They don't need to be fed lies um, that you know some one additional gun control law would stop it. Um, speaking of gun control laws, so we lost the 49th here. We're already in, in a situation in San Diego to where you know they tried to stop that. They next year we won't have gun gun shows anymore. 
What do you what do you see as the outcome of the elections? What does it mean for us locally and nationally in terms of, of gun control, uh, uh, the Second Amendment? Well, first, let me let me start off by saying there are, there are a lot of good things going on when it comes to Second Amendment issues, and okay. our group is is responsible for uh, for the first time in decades, uh, you can now get your concealed carry permit so that you can defend yourself, um, protect yourself outside of the home. So we have information up on our website on how you can do that. So for the first time in decades, San Diegans can get a CCW. So that's good news, and the, okay. and, and we've done worked really hard to make that happen. Um, you know, there are, are judges being appointed across the nation, including on the Supreme Court. There are a lot of good things happening uh, in, when, in the second, when, when it comes to the Second Amendment. The gun show won't be at the uh, state-owned fairgrounds, but they are going to relocate. It's going to be bigger and better than ever, and we're helping to find them a new location so that that can happen. So it's not, you know, it, it's bad. Uh, don't get me wrong, but it's not total doom and gloom. Good. And we've really shown that if you fight and if you organize and if you do the right things, um, the good things can happen. Locally, um, there were, uh, you know, it was it was kind of a mixed bag. Um, there, I, there were a number of, of really good Second Amendment supporters that were reelected or elected. Uh, out in CNT, uh, Rob McNellis is a fantastic supporter of the Second Amendment. He was reelected over somebody that was definitely not, definitely not a Second Amendment person. Um, you know, across the, the you know, school boards and local city councils, there were a number of, of really strong Second Amendment supporters. And I, I really anticipate that uh, many of them are going to move up and go to Sacramento, go to Washington, D.C., and continue to support our Second Amendment rights. But, yeah, we lost, uh, you know, Daryl Issa was a fantastic Second Amendment supporter, and Levin uh, in Congress replaced him. Uh, unfortunately, Diane Harkey would, would have been a wonderful uh, Congress member, but unfortunately they uh, they voted for uh, Mike Levin, who's not. He's not going to support our Second Amendment rights, um, which is uh, really scary, especially now that, that – uh, um, Republicans have lost control of the House. And, that, and that's not to say that all Republicans are pro-Second Amendment and all Democrats are against. There are a number of strong Second Amendment supporters um, who are Democrats in, in San Diego, and there are a number of really, really weak uh, Second Amendment re Republicans. So we, we like to stay laser-focused on just Second Amendment issues and you know, judge people by their, their votes and their actions rather than their, their party. Right. Let me ask you this quick question before we've got to go about a minute and a half left. Uh, the gun that this shooter uh, used was purchased legally, but the extended uh, magazine was not. Correct. Right. So where would he have gotten this, that extended magazine, I, the illegal magazine? He could have made it. He could have ordered parts and assembled it. He could have gone to another state and purchased it. Um, there are a lot of options. You know, when you're when you're a criminal and you have evil in your heart, there are a lot of ways to break the law. But the firearm he used is a, is the, one of the most common manufacturers. It's a, it was a 45 caliber, which is one of the most common calibers. It's been around for, for you know forever. Um, but uh, yeah, the magazine he used was uh, was more than 10 rounds. In California, you're you're only you're limited to only 10 rounds, and if, if that's a felony. This isn't you know a, a speeding ticket. If you have a magazine that's over 10 rounds uh, and uh, you purchased it, uh, you know recently, uh, it, it you know that's a that's an illegal magazine. You cannot go over 10 rounds. So that's that he you know before he did anything, he was already a, uh, uh, committing a felony. Well, um, it is it is a tragedy. Thank you for for explaining that to me and for what you're doing to uphold our Second Amendment rights. And uh, 
Um, again, hearts and prayers go to everybody involved in the situation, the fa- the victims and the families. And Michael Schwartz, thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody uh, where they can your website for your organization and how to become a member. You bet. And thank you for having me on. And thank you for doing all that you do. Uh, our website's San Diego County gunowners.com san diego county gunowners.com all right thank you so much for being here all right now uh stay tuned because coming up we got sydney powell going to be here to talk about jeff sessions there is a rally tonight did y'all hear this in Times square the left has organized a rally to protest jeff sessions firing the same people that said that he wasn't qualified should have never been attorney general back in 2017 didn't Weren't they, weren't they saying that, that he needed to be forced out because they, he didn't fill out some forms, right? Yeah, those same people are now protesting that he got fired. It's insane, but that's what is going on here. Stay tuned, more Andrea K Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AB Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AB Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at abariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Hey, Dave, you missed yesterday's meeting. You said you'd be there. True, Mr. Employee of the Month, but yesterday was opposite day, so when I said I was going, I actually meant I wasn't. Wait, wait, opposite day? So everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eye... I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you finished the Q3 reports... Haven't even started them. Oh, well then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touché, Mr. Employee of the Month. Touché. <laughs> if you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $150, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, you should give Physicians Mutual Insurance Company a call. 1-800-709-3321. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired or on Medicare. Plus, you can choose any dentist you'd like. That's right, any dentist you want. 
Call and we'll rush you a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-709-3321. That's 1-800-709-3321. 1-800-709-3321. What happened? You used to go hours without visiting the bathroom. Now it seems like you're constantly getting up to go, and you're even getting up at night to go. This is not okay. Listen, the makers of Super Beta Prostate, the number one prostate formula, are introducing a new wonder pill, Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced, with three key ingredients that are great for your prostate. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. To celebrate, we're sending free bottles to men who want to cut down on bathroom trips. Yes, your first 30-day supply is free. Pay shipping and handling. Just dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword, get my bottle. Early research suggests that an ingredient in P3 Advanced may help support a normal prostate size. Combine that with a reduction in bathroom trips, and you have a formula you'd be crazy not to try. Try P3 Advanced free. Dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword, get my bottle. Again, dial pound 250 and say the keyword, get my bottle. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170 and we're going to give away a free copy of Dinesh D'Souza's movie Death of a Nation. But I got a little pop quiz for you. Okay, my next guest is waiting on the line, Sydney Powell here. She literally wrote the book License to Lie about the Department of Justice. Before I go to her, and she may be want to answer this trivia question herself. Um, in talking about Jeff Sessions, the left is, is hysterical. There's a rally denied at, at, at Times Square protesting his firing. Attorney General trivia here, and I, somebody posed this to me on, on Twitter. 84 people have served as Attorney General, 10 of whom served for less than a year. Who is the shortest serving AG in U.S. history? Was it Eric Holder, Elliot Richardson, Edwin Stanton, or Jeff Sessions. 888-344-1170. Of course, you're free to Google that and then call in with the, with the answer. <laughs> hey, Sydney Powell, I know that laugh. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you very much. I know it's not Eric Holder. <laughs> no, it's not Eric Holder because that fool, he's like a cockroach. He didn't have to go anywhere even after he was held in contempt of court. So we know it wasn't him. And I know it's not Jeff Sessions. Exactly. So it's either Elliot Richardson or Edwin Stanton. So it should be pretty easy for you guys. I'd like to make it easy to to win a copy of Dinesh D'Souza's book, uh, a movie, Death of a Nation. Okay, so before we talk about Sessions' replacement, what your, were your thoughts? Did you hear, Sydney, that after RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she falls down some stairs, prayers for her to have a recovery, not stairs necessarily, falls and breaks some ribs, which, you know, um, is is... When you're 85 and that happens, it's as it's far worse than when you're. Injury. It's real serious. Yeah. It's not like when you're 30. So we do hope that she has has a speedy recovery. But the quote feminist that started calling the hospital, Sydney, offering ribs and organs to keep her alive. Is that your idea of feminism, Sydney Powell? Oh Lord. That's my oh, idea no, of insanity. I, I mean, that that's the kind yeah. of thing that leads people to go and drink Kool-Aid on behalf of somebody. I mean, who are these RBG Kool-Aid people? I mean, that's not my idea of feminism. I mean, I, you know, I was raised by, I thought the idea of feminism, Mama had that dopey Ms. Magazine subscription back in the day when I was a kid. I thought it was supposed to be about, you know, um, you know, not worshiping another woman. It was supposed to be about individual empowerment. I just can't even wrap my head around this nonsense. 
but I had not heard that. No, I imagine the hospital needs to be busy tending to the things it needs to tend to and not answering phone calls like that. Yeah, and I'm not aware that, that there is such a procedure as a rib donation. I know that you, you know, can donate a kidney. I've never heard of rib donation. These women, y'all need, you need a brain. You need a, uh, you, my favorite lady part is the brain. You need a brain uh, transplant. Anybody, any any woman who's calling up offering that. Okay, Jeff Sessions. Um, I have been calling, how many times have I had you on the show complaining about that man, Jeff Sessions, and he's finally <laughs> gone, girl. So Whitaker gets, is the interim replacement. What can you tell us about him? Uh, Mr. Whitaker? Yes. <clears throat> uh, he sounds great. I, I don't know him personally, but he sounds like he's made out of the right stuff. He's got scads of experience and he sounds like a real lawyer and, um, he has the trust of the president. He's written some articles that sounds like he understands real prosecutions, and he just—I have nothing but good things to say about him from what I've read so far. Well, is there a possibility that he can undo anything that's been done? The the reason why the left is upset about him is because comments that he's made, such as that Rosenstein needs to narrow the scope of the investigation. It cannot go into Trump's tax returns. That had nothing at all to do with the with the Russian election, uh, the election of Russian interference. He's also made other comments that Comey needed to go because uh, he would have prosecuted Hillary Clinton. So those are some of the things that he has said that, you know, has the left all in a tizzy tonight. I don't know if you know, but there's a rally in Times Square if you're in New York. You know, you might want to go check it out. They're offering kid well, they're offering ribs. Yeah, they're protesting sessions being gone. But so he can maybe narrow the scope and he's gonna oversee it. But is there anything that he can rewind? Um well he could he can kind of do whatever he thinks needs to be done. Okay. But I I would imagine he would ask for an update on where things are if he doesn't know already, mm-hmm. and then just kind of see where things need to go based on whatever evidence they have. I don't know how much exercise anybody's been giving it anyway, any supervision, mm-hmm. but um, he might want to give it a little more or not. It may be that it's wrapping up. I had an article out in the Daily Caller a few weeks ago saying Mueller's jig was up anyway because he's got nothing. Mm-hmm. So, well, he supposedly um, has some report that he's coming out and uh, the left wanted to push the narrative that, oh, it must be something big, but then it could have just been that he, you know, he was following protocol of not influencing an election by coming out with it, and I think it could have been because he knew that he didn't have anything and he didn't want to help the Republicans, in my opinion. So I think he was personally waiting for the Democrats to take control so that he could expand it because I think his ego is at play here. He may be less partisan than he is just ego-driven. I've got I've to you know, earn my keep by coming out with something. I mean, when you look at what he did to Manafort and Flynn and Papadopoulos, I mean, none of that, that was all about him just trying to prove that he's, that he's done something. You know, flex his and muscles. see what he could squeeze out of him to exactly. work his way up to the president. And that obviously hadn't worked. What What is likely to happen? So McCabe, there were there were charges that were recommended for McCabe. 
Nothing's happened with that. Uh, Peter Strzok, uh, if I recall, was fired, but there's been nothing in terms of recommending charges for him. Lisa Page, Comey, who obstructed justice and, and leaked classified documents. I mean, Jeff Sessions allowed them to commit crime after crime after crime while, uh, you know, good people like General Flynn were railroaded while Podesta was given immunity for the crimes that Manafort was prosecuted for. Jeff Sessions long needed to go. But do you expect that whoever takes over is going to actually have accountability and prosecute some of these people? I, I would hope so. I would hope Mr. Whitaker's going to get after those because it's an absolute outrage that nothing's happened on any of them. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah. there was plain evidence there from the inspector general's report. McCabe was dead rights caught on three felony con- counts of perjury and false statements. So I don't know what in the heck is going on there. Well, the the American people are going to lose patience because, you know, the American people... I think they've already lost it. Well, yes. Yeah, not so much with Trump, but I think that that Jeff Sessions, the replacement for Jeff Sessions should be, in my opinion, nobody inside D.C., and that includes Chris Christie, in my opinion, uh, who's, uh, you know, first people were saying Trey Gowdy, and then people saying Chris Christie. Even Ratcliffe, I like Ratcliffe. I loved a former U.S. prosecutor, a U.S. attorney. I loved... Uh, some of his questioning, it was some of the best questioning we've seen, you know, in terms of any of the hearings, but he's inside the beltway and I don't want, they're all swamp dwellers to me. Do you, is there anybody that you know of that you've seen out and about in U.S. attorney's offices who you think has the goods to go in and just uphold the rule of law? I think it would be great to have a lawyer who has, a real lawyer who has been outside of government for a while and understands understands the government, but understands the rule of law and um, knows what needs to be done to drain the swamp and clean it all up. I mean, I think there are several people I can think of that would be good at that. Uh, were, were they formerly elected officials and they've just been out of government for a while or they've never been? Because I'm thinking it should not be a congressperson. They, I think it should not be a politician in yes. any way, shape, or form. Yes, it can't be. Jeff Sessions proved that. I talked last night or whatever, I can't remember when, that in the nomination hearings, he showed that all he cared about was the feelings and the opinions of other people in Congress, not the rule of law. And that's what happens when they all get back there and they all hang out together and all, you know, use the same, you know, cafeteria all day and the same barber and the same gym and, you know, use the same limo drivers. And, you know, they're, right. they're one and the same to me. So, and I'd love to see it be somebody that doesn't want anything out of it except to do the right thing. Yes, absolutely. Well, Sydney Powell, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Don't go offer no ribs to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't <laughs> want to hear that you've offered a rib now. Okay, have a good night. I'm going to keep all the body parts I got. I need them myself. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. All right. Now, did we, nobody, thanks for being here. Okay. So nobody's called in for the free death of a nation CD. Nobody wants to play my tough quiz question. All right. Okay. Uh, let's make it easy. You think of a, you think of an easier way to make it for people, DJ carrot sticks for them to call in. How about favorite Thanksgiving food? Ooh. Just tell us your favorite Thanksgiving food, and you can win a copy of the Nesh Souza's Death of a Nation. Very good. Okay. Um, so one of the latest talking points that has come about after this election is the shaming and the attacking of white women. 
the Women's March tweeted out that uh, the white women, they tweeted out percentages of elections that were won with the white woman vote that supposedly 78% of white women voted for Kemp and 60-something percent for Cruz and went on to say that we white women, there needed to be accountability and a reckoning for us. Kind of threatening, isn't it? Because accountability suggests that there somehow should be repercussions for their actions. So I'm supposed to pay a price. I'm supposed to be punished White women and Bernie Sanders and others have been saying this since Tuesday. The left, make no mistake about it, are not only racist, but they are willing to. We are all white women. We're all Kavanaugh now because the left is determined to destroy us. Because how dare we, speaking of my favorite female body part, how dare we use our lady part of our brain and exercise our vote for something other than what the left wants from us? Oh, they, the, the Women's March went on to say, we white women, we just needed to learn and grow and they would help us. How absolutely patronizing and demeaning and degrading. I don't need to learn anything. I had more political savvy and knew what the left's Marxist scheme was back when I was 13. I was smarter than you women. Don't tell me I need to learn and grow. Who do you think you are? This is the same old identity. Poly- they want to enslave us. They're not, they don't even pretend anymore to care about the different identity groups that they've been patronizing to. So what are you going to do to punish us? You're going to do like Tucker Carlson and, and send, send mobs to people's houses? You know what happened to Tucker Carlson? The police report, not, not as much of, of what actually went down happened, but this is the left. You don't tow their line, and they will destroy you. The police report is charging it a hate crime. They vandalized his home, vandalized his car. They left political messages everywhere, tried to run, the, tried to break into his home, basically, by ramming his front door. His poor wife had to lock herself in the pantry. And oh, by the way, that's an invasion. And you know what? How was that? An invasion is somebody trying to ram through your front door. And I, I, don't, I don't see that that's a whole lot different, by the way speaking of invasions, than what they're trying to do with the caravan on its way here. Try to ram through. Try to have their way. Our way or the highway. We're going to take over and have our way. We feel entitled to get what we want out of you one way or the other. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about this more on the other side of the break. It's the Andrea K Show. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
Larry Elder here with my buddy Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Thank you, Larry. I take it from here. Just wanted to let our listeners know that if you purchase our Platinum Series windows and doors before the end of the year, you will get free, real free, not fake free, a feature that will benefit you for a very long time. Forget about squeegees and rags and hiring a window washers. You will get an upgrade to a self-cleaning glass. Let's ultraviolet rays of the sun, natural moisture and rain clean your windows for free for the best quality windows and doors call my buddy aaron for 20 percent off your entire order and one year interest-free financing california deluxe windows 888 new windows that's 888 new windows and he will indeed say your house can be covered with potato chips we wouldn't crack one 888 new windows that's 888 new windows cslb number 774518 some restrictions may apply Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low price guarantee. You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorkov. President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. Under President Trump, American leadership is being restored. But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explained the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight, we take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish our enemies without mortal combat. Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have y'all here with me. I, I tried to give y'all a little pop quiz to earn the DVD, the free DVD copy of Jeff Sessions. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Sessions, Death of a Nation. I got Sessions on the brain. Um, joining me now, we had to reboot the uh, the the, the, uh, uh, the giveaway for the Death of a Nation. Joining me now is Marcy. She's going to tell us what her favorite Thanksgiving food is, and then she will receive a free copy of Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Death of a Nation. Hey, Marcy, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi. Hi. So what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? <laughs> I would have to say it's green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. Interesting choice. With or without the French yeah. onions on uh, top. Oh, yeah. With or without the French oh, onions. Oh, with. 
with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite Thanksgiving food, not that you asked Marcy, not that anyone cares, pecan pie. <laughs> pecan pie is my favorite. Yeah. Have you ever had oh, real Southern yeah. pecan pie? Not real Southern, but I've had pecan pie. Well. And, you know, it's weird because I like pecan pie, but I don't like walnuts. And walnuts are kind of like pecans, aren't they? Yeah, they're very different. Don't don't tell don't tell a southerner that a walnut's like a pecan, Marcy. Um I will tell everybody though the the answer to the quiz about what attorney general was was the longest was Stanton. He served for 75 days at the end of Buchanan's only term. So thank you Marcy for calling in. Stay stay on the line and DJ Carrot Sticks will get your information and send you the copy of oh, Death of a Nation. All right. All right, and uh, our candy man, the candy man can. Tom is on the line. He wants to talk about uh, Jim Acosta, the accoster. Hey, Tom, welcome back to the show. Hi, number one summer squash. Love it. Summer squash? With brown sugar and butter. Well, what doesn't, what isn't made better with, anything's edible with brown sugar and butter. But I like your style, Tom. So you wanted to talk about Jim Acosta. What's your thoughts there? Absolutely. Why wasn't he taken out in handcuffs? He accosted yeah. that woman. He definitely pushed her out of the way, his arm. Well, why didn't they put him in handcuffs and walk him out of there? Why, why aren't we going back after these people that are doing all these terrible things to us? Now, we have to start fighting back. Yeah, um, I think that, I think that uh, President Trump and the White House did the right thing in revoking his credentials. I think they had a right to do it even without him manhandling that young woman. Can you imagine Sean Hannity? Uh, man, do, doing that doing that when Obama, first of all, Hannity would never be there because Hannity is an opinionator. They're supposed to be journalists. They're supposed to be there asking questions, not debating. But if Sean Hannity had decided to pretend to be a journalist like Acosta is pretending, and he had been, he'd been there and done that to Obama and pushed, you know, a, a White House staffer away, he would have been hauled away in handcuffs. But, you know, he yeah, deserved— We need to start doing that. We need yeah. to start doing that. Well, the White House you know did what? the right That's thing. Well, the White House did the, let me just say this. The White House did the right thing in revoking his credentials because the sense of entitlement that the, these people have to show up there hit for him to hog the time, even away from his own fellow people in the press, and stand there and try to launch into debate was egregious. He should not be allowed back anywhere near the White House again. Right. There's one other thing. When they have, uh, you know, when uh, Sarah comes on and they ask questions, what they need to do is have these questions, but they're not live. And review them and only put on the legitimate questions. And that's going to stop a lot of the garbage. It yeah, really will. You're right, because they're playing for the far left. The you know Acosta is playing for the, the audience of the far left and to make himself a victim. And, oh, the, the free press you know, is at stake here and being jeopardized like he like he alone is is the press in this country. You know, he's not even he's not even a journalist himself. Him losing his credentials does not stop uh, the the press corps in this country. It does not stop media. In fact, probably half those people in that room have no legitimate basis for being there from a journalist standpoint. Tom, I wish I um, DJ Carrot Sticks is answering calls. Um, I wish okay. we had more time. I, we had a clip of Obama. Uh, because there was a similar situation that happened with him. Because in addition to Acosta hogging the microphone and manhandling that girl, then April uh, Ryan, I think her name is from MSNBC, started you know screaming questions and interrupting and and not you know um, waiting for her name to be called in the microphone. And so President Trump told her to sit down. Well, we had a clip 
um, of Obama, uh, basically in the same situation, and he got roars of applause from the crowd. Did you hear it, Stacey? It's not, it's not respectful when you get invited to somebody. You're not, you're not, you're not going to, you're not, you're, you're not going to get a good response from me by interrupting me like this. They, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, no. No, shame on you. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, so, so you know, uh, and basically that person ended up being thrown out. So it was okay for Obama to say, no, you're not going to get an answer. You're being disrespectful. You don't come to somebody's house and act like this, which, by the way, Obama, it was not your house. It's the people's house. And then what did the press corps do then? Oh, they started booing at the heckler who was shouting questions. They didn't boo Obama, and we didn't have time to play the rest of the clip, but they all started chanting Obama. The press corps should have been chanting Trump yesterday when this happened. We might have lost Tom. Oh, I think Tom hung up. But yeah, I mean, the the double standard's absolutely outrageous. It's ridiculous. No, he should. He does not represent the journal. Oh, if Jim Acosta loses his credentials, it means that Trump has waged war on the on the press in this country. No, waging war on the press would have been to say he's given more access to the press and the media than any other president, clearing them all out, revoking all their press passes, shutting down the media in this country. That would have been shutting down the press. Anyway, thanks to uh, you all for being here. Thoughts and prayers to everybody at 1000 Oaks. I'll be right back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Love you all. Thanks, DJ Carrot Sticks, and to the listeners and my guests.